Hello, and thank you for joining us. This is Brian, your host of the Parish the Thought Show. The opinions of said host and our guests have not been sanitized or scientifically tested, so please consume at your own risk. Ladies and gentlemen, and whoever else is listening, welcome back to the program. It has been a day or two since we've had our last episode, so thank you for being patient, and again, welcome back. Today, my guest is sound therapist Sage Gertzen with Sage Frequencies. We talk about the ancient meditative healing experience called sound baths. Although this practice may seem like a new age concept, it is technically thousands of years old with deep roots in cultures across the world. With the spiritual cleansing music, those in attendance are bathed in sound waves produced by singing bowls or chakra bowls. Get comfortable and relaxed while she gives us an in-depth look at the how and why of this amazing relaxation therapy. Okay, Sage, thank you. Absolutely. For being here. This is round two. We tried this once and it didn't work very well. So we're back again. Timing and... My little microphones were crap. So here we are doing it again, talking about sound baths. And first off, I used to think this was all frou-frou. What's the, no, not woo. Woo-woo. Yeah, woo-woo. Woo, look at the crystals and feel it. And <laughs> blah, blah. I used to think that's a bunch of crap. However, ironically enough, I was on a construction site one time, and one of the set decorators was a big time i would have called him a hippie because i mean he, he had the classic the long hair the tats the far out dude i mean that's was that's how yeah, he was the woo woo the and i'm like all right dude and he had a one of those tibetan bowls the the brassy the, the brassy yeah. yeah and he says hey you guys want to want to give this a shot i was like okay sure whatever and he stuck that thing on my head and did the with the little what do you call the stick the wand yeah a mallet the yeah. mallet and made that sound and that frequency about put me into a coma yeah it was amazing that's so cool i was a believer right then because it worked mm-hmm. and it was such a relaxing experience and i've never done it since yeah and i've heard things on youtube but that's that's you know our youtube channels you can hear people doing that it's not the same yeah. It's different when it comes through. Totally. Volume. When it's like acoustic versus, yes. especially right over your head versus it was, further away. It was like blocking out the world. Yeah. And I just wanted to stay in that little bubble that I was in. It was amazing. Yeah. So I'm a believer. Mm-hmm. And now you do this sound therapy, sound bath. Is that what it's called? Is, is that yeah. the right name? Is there yeah. another fancy name for it? And um, Sound healing, sound therapy, sound baths. Okay. Sound frequencies. Frequency work, whatever you want to call it, yeah. All that, and yeah. it's been around forever, Light work, right? mm-hmm. Been around for a long time. This is not something Thousands new. of years. Thousands of years. Yeah. Actually, just like you said, like the Tibetan bowl, um, sound baths and sound healing originated in Tibet, and it was actually brought, I believe it was brought to America by a guy, Dr. Peter Guy Manners, around like 1940 to 1960 time frame. And he used sound healing, sound therapy for the rehabilitation of men in the military. 
um, to actually assist with like our organs. So we talked about this a little bit earlier um, today, but each one of our organs have a specific frequency outside of the hertz that a human ear can even hear. Hertz, H-E-R-T-Z. Yes, hertz. Not hertz, like this hertz. Yes, like your organs in pain. Yeah, not like that. (laughs) But a hertz, like frequency music, hertz. So each of our organs are playing at a specific hertz. And so um, Peter Guy Manners, he was like, well, let's figure this out. Let's transmute or transplant. Doctors will call it a transplant of frequency from a machine um, to the organs of these military men which helped them rehabilitate their organs to, um, what would be the right word, to return back to their original frequency. So this can help reduce like whatever is causing the infliction on the organ. So it can be used in Western medicine by doing that specifically with our organs. Um, But mainly in the holistic healing way and journey with people it's aligning our chakras in our bodies let me back up a little yeah please do why how why did you get into this and what 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 was the what was the like hey that's cool why i want to do this why yeah um okay so my story with music i've always been super drawn to music i'll kind of i'm gonna like back up into like before i even knew what a sound bowl was or a singing bowl um so when i was let's see i was 11 years old and my family we moved from utah to california really rough but then i ended up loving it there and Fast forward until I'm like 16 years old, I find out that my parents are planning to move back to Utah. And I'm like, what? I finally just like found my people. I found like my life, like my friends, everything. And so finding out we were moving was super hard on me. And my parents actually allowed me to stay at one of my friend, her name's Abby, stayed at my friend, at my friend Abby's house. And this was like during the school season and everything too. And like every morning her mom would play the piano. And I remember waking up and just being like, there is no way that's better than this to wake up. Like you can't wake up to an alarm and prefer an alarm over waking up to a mom playing piano. So like that was like first for me. I'm like, I want to make sure that I'm like that kind of mom. I want to play the piano for my kids to wake up to. So I had that like really instilled in me, but kind of like for financial reasons in my family growing up, I never got piano lessons, but also like from friends that I would try to learn, I'd look at notes and be like, no, doesn't make sense. I can't read a note like that. None of that, the lines, the dots everywhere, the type of like different notes, none of that made sense. But Abby specifically, she did play piano or she still does, I'm sure. But I would just watch her and I just was like, this is the most amazing thing. Like you can just make the most beautiful sounds. Um, So fast forward a little bit and my parents actually ended up getting a grand piano um, from like a family friend in our ward at the time in California. And I was just like, I'm going to figure this out. Like I just need to figure out the piano. So I would like sit down and I'd try to play and it was so hard for me to figure it out, but it was like, I would just keep up with it. Fast forward even more, when we finally moved back to Utah, 
that was like my whole my whole world just was shaking and it was like i don't have my friends anymore not one of them could be replaced for who they became in my life um going to the school i was going at it was just a lot of pressure everyone grew up with everyone they had their specific click that they that's kind of how it felt they all knew each other and i would get invited to some things but it never felt like i was one of that group because they all knew each other was that lone peak high school it just so happened to be (laughs) yeah it totally was and that was hard like i would have days where like literally they say it in movies some people even talk about it i literally would go to the bathroom and just sit in there during lunch because i'm like i would rather not be associated with anyone right now i don't know how to connect with these people they're just so different in a weird way it was just felt different um so we of course brought our piano home with us i mean to our new home in utah and every day after school i would just sit and there was just one day specifically that i sat down and i just like played a full song like full song that I just made up and I'm like how did that all just happen like I just was feeling it so strongly and I realized like the piano was able to tell me things that humans can never speak and that was like my instant connection with like music specifically like a harmonic like an instrument so fast forward even more like a lot more years later, I go through marriage, got divorced. A month after the separation, I was staying at my sister's house for a minute before I got into my own apartment. And um, one of my friends, she was like, hey, we're doing an intention setting night. I think it was a new moon or a full moon. I can't remember. It was December of, um, what was it? 2020, December of 2020. And she was like, just come. It'll be fun. And I'm like, I've pushed everyone out of my life. I have no friends. Like, luckily, I have this one friend that invited me. And I was so close to saying, no, I just can't. Like, I, I committed to it. And then I was like, just anxious, kind of like crumbled, didn't know about going. Luckily, I didn't. I was like, okay, fine. I'm just going to like, just get in my car. And then somehow I'll just make it there. <laughs> and then I'll just push myself to be there. So I end up going amazing connections were made that night but one of her friends actually brought a beautiful huge white singing bowl and I looked at it and I was like I've seen one of those before but I didn't know like I had no connection to where I'd seen it like I just knew what it was but I didn't know what it was um or like how I knew it but she was holding this huge bowl and she's such she was she's like such a cute petite girl that I was just like that bowl is huge like she's holding this huge bowl it's got to be heavy and then I didn't know what to expect before that I didn't think anything of it we did our whole manifestation night like intention setting we all lit a candle we all spoke out what we wanted to happen and um or to see manifest in our lives and then she and this group of everyone they were like okay we're gonna do this she did she guided us through a little bit of breath work and then she played that bowl And I remember just sitting right back into my chair and like sinking and just looking around and being like, does anyone else notice how this is making your head feel right now? Like I'm feeling like swirls and waves just kind of like in and out around the whole space around my head. And I'm like, everyone's closing their eyes. Like this is 
so normal, but this is incredible. Like I'm just looking at everyone. And then I finally was like, okay, I'll just close my eyes and just kind of feel. And that was my first experience with it. Um, I was, I first originally was like, I love that so much. I have to get one. But then I looked into it and I was like, these are just too expensive. There's no way I can. So fast forward a whole year and about a whole year and a half. Um, I'm going through therapy for anxiety and kind of just some past um, traumatic experiences that verbally were not were not being able to be let out the way that needed to be, I think, to be healed, if that makes sense. Like talk therapy is amazing for a lot of people. But for me, like I would tell my therapist, I'm like, I just feel like I'm telling stories and I don't. And she would be like stopping me throughout what I'm saying. She's like, hold on. What you just said right there is huge. Like that is a very scary and like traumatic experience to go through. Let's take a minute. Like, let's just breathe through that. And I remember after that specific session with her, I went home and I was just like, why do I just feel like I don't know how to connect? Like, I don't know how to feel through my traumatic experience. Like, I'm so blocked off to the emotion of that. And come my next session two weeks later, I just told her, I was like, I can't do this talk anymore. It's just storytelling, like I said. And um, let's just do something else. She was like, well, I do Reiki. Would you like Reiki? So Reiki is energetic work. I'm not a Reiki practitioner. I couldn't explain it as well as a Reiki practitioner could, but it's a lot of energy work, aligning the chakras. Um, she asked permission to use her hands to kind of place them over my body in where my specific chakras are or near my arms, my hands, my feet, pulling ener- negative energy out of my body. And I was like, totally, let's do that. So I laid down and I was just like so open to whatever. And that's one thing I would always recommend. If you're going to go into a sound bath or sound healing session, be open to what can happen because if you're closed off to it or you resist it, you're going to be stuck in the resistance the whole time. It's like a force field, a negative force field you put over it that Mm -hmm. can't enter in. Yeah, a shield. Yeah, it's a shield of just blockage. Exactly. So I laid there. I felt my hands were so heavy And then while she was going over my whole body, um, I remember just all of a sudden my hands were like out of my body and my, my hands were just like floating above my hands, but I knew my hands were all within the same, I don't know. They they were were physically there. there. They're physically in the same spot, but you feel the sensation, the the spirit of your hands, like an out of body. That makes yeah. Sense. And so I was like, maybe this just means like, I feel like I'm holding a lot. Like what, how can I put that together? And then all of a sudden she like holds a singing bowl above me and she's just going around with a singing bowl. And I just like, my body's just twitching and I'm just like, not uncontrollably, but I was just like, my body was responding for sure. And I felt that. And I had to like stop her after she was done with the bowl. And I was like, Hey, what bowl was that? And she was like, Oh, that's the sacral chakra bowl. And I mean, just in my work with her, we'd gone over the sacral a lot and kind of where that, so it it makes sense why she would use that bowl specifically. Um, But I totally, like, I had recently talked to my older sister, Skye, and she was like, she was just telling me about this whole course she'd been doing of like her own journey and everything, healing journey. And one thing she had recently said to me is recognizing in your life if things are expensive or expansive and 
then making the decision of whether you buy something or not. So I remember going home and I just felt so, my whole body, I was like walking on clouds just out of that building. And I went in my car, got home, immediately went on my phone and was just looking up like the sacral sound bowl. And I was like, this is totally expensive, quote unquote, but now this is actually expansive for me. Like I know this is expansive and it's worth every penny I'm about to spend. So I purchased the sound bowl for the sacral chakra. I got it like within probably five days or something. And I remember like I was so excited. I was working and I had to like put my whole work on pause for a minute, just open the box up, play the bowl for a minute. And again, awe. I was just in awe. Like I just was like, oh my goodness, like my whole space right now, my head is doing that thing again, the room. And it just like forced me to just be like, just be don't be anxious. Don't be depressed. Don't overthink anything. Just be, just be right here. That's exactly experience with that. Yeah. Like waves and things. Mm -hmm. That's exactly when I'm my first time doing it. Yeah. With that bowl. So cool. You're, it's like, I just want to be in this space. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. So relaxing, almost trans, what's the trans, I don't know what the word is, transcend or. Yeah. I'm not good. Whatever it Words is. Words and stuff, they trouble me. <laughs> Retrograde so, and mercury is <laughs> what's happening yeah. right now. All good. No, exactly like that. And that's just the frequencies, like connecting. So this is actually kind of cool. The anatomy of the ear. Um, I forget the, I think it's like the, no, I'm not even going to say the word because I don't know exactly the word, but there's actually a tube in our ear in the anatomy that holds fluid. Yeah. And... That is how frequency or sound, like when we listen to music, you're hearing my voice right now, whatever frequency my voice is sending to you, you're receiving it and that liquid is moving and creating the sound. And so it's so cool because our bodies are so, we are, it's like 70% um, water wow. in our body. And so that's how sound works. That's how frequencies work. That's how it's able to actually like work with our bodies, rehabilitate the military soldiers, those who, you know what I mean? Those who were having the issues with their organs or whatever they were going through mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, all of these things. So yeah, I just, I remember I got that and then I kind of just got super hyped and I was like, oh my gosh, I need to do this for people. And it was like, I don't know why I needed to do it for people, but I just, I knew how it made me feel and I just wanted to do it for people. So I invited, like, I randomly, like, posted about it on my Instagram. I was like, who's down? Like, I'll do a little sound bath. Have you heard of it before? And I kind of don't really even know where this, like, confidence spurt came from about it. I just felt so aligned with it that I'm like, it can't hurt to just share it, you know? So I had a bunch of random friends I haven't seen in forever come to my backyard. And I just played one sound bowl for probably 15 minutes and I had snacks and everything to fill in some time, but um, we did, I think, a little bit of yoga as well. But that was like, for me, I was like, okay, my sister came to one, a different sister, her name's Rain. And I was like, hey, how did that go? Like, what would you think? And she was like, yeah, I think maybe letting people know how long it would go on for and stuff. She was like, so people will know what to expect if it's going to be like an hour or 10 minutes. Like, what are, you know, I was like, hey, that's good. And she was like, yeah, but maybe like if there's more bowls, and I'm like, Okay, good idea. So I ended up 
thinking again, is this expensive or is it expansive? So I went and I bought, um, I bought four more bowls and the bowls that I got were slightly different than the one bowl, same seller and everything, but they were slightly different than, um, the one sacral chakra bowl that I had ordered, like the, just the exact material they were made out of was different. So I was like, okay, I have these. And I invited another group of friends over. They came over and I played just my four bowls for them. That was awesome again. And I'm like, okay, I'm this deep in. I have to at least just go by the other three because universally um, there's seven chakras that everyone agrees upon. There's more chakras and different beliefs and everything, but universally we agree to seven chakras in the body. Um, So I bought the rest of the three. So I had a total of seven bowls. I returned the original sacral bowl and now I had all of them. And I was like, okay, this is, this is going down. So I was like, well, now I just want to get certified. So I got my certification, um, class and I started taking that. And I was just like, it was, I was just glued to it. Like, I'm like everything I'm learning. I just want everyone to know this, like just the way that this and this and this and this, it just is so cool to me. So that's kind of like my journey of like, what kind of nudged me towards that and then I started being like well maybe I should like this is a lot of time and I'm driving to people's houses like maybe I should throw out my prices and those are kind of like right now they're kind of going under construction (laughs) so I'm figuring that out because I'm of course putting a lot more energy into it I'm recognizing how um how much it really relies on me to be in a very very open space to provide safety and stability for people and allow whatever comes up to come up Um, because a lot of people will get memories of things of traumas like I had one girl specifically tell me that she had gone through I think it's EMDR or EDMR EMDR 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 she was going through the EMDR therapy and she was like I've done EMDR forever and not once was I be able, was I able to, um, have specific memories come up like they did during the sound bath? And it just kind of like, kind of just like pushed me, okay, where, how am I preparing for this before people come over? How am I setting this space? And I finally like moved my office and everything. And then I created this whole room specifically devoted and I say blessed, I bless the room so that it can be a safe place for healing to occur um and now I'm at a place where I end up quitting my job so that I can give a lot more to this um um yeah it's just it's a crazy journey but I'm here now and I'm kind of like how did that even happen but it it all was just like just going with it my body was just doing it. I was just going with it I didn't logically try to think things through or think about my budget I just went for it because the magic and it's what you're supposed to, it's the calling yeah it's not just some willy-nilly exactly oh, let's try this for a day yeah totally yeah. that is cool you mentioned you know some of the experiences and i i was telling my daughter eden that you do this and she said oh yeah i did one of those and she had like an out-of-body experience where she no actually way. saw she saw her old her younger self she met yeah. her younger self and gave her a hug um because you know she had a horrible yeah um marriage just lots of trauma in there yeah and she saw her younger self and said hey it's gonna be okay something like that is what she told me oh, really I have chills all yeah. over. Yeah, yeah. so 
let's move on to you keep mentioning this word chakra yes what is that and how do they work what is that it's a chakra great question um okay so your question about all the chakras what are all the chakras so starting with the root chakra based at the tailbone this is your direction in life where you're going how you're going to get there um, it's kind of like your confidence and going through with it. Like you feel good. You have your plan. Your outline is, it makes sense to you. When your root chakra is out of place, you may feel side effects of like vertigo, anxiousness, depression, um, maybe a little bit helpless. Like you don't know where you're going, where to put your foot forward. So that would be all about your root chakra. And of course, there's way more detail about it. It's also um, the color of red that's the color associated to the root chakra um moving how on. does someone mm-hmm. you said you mentioned these colors how does the average duck what do they do with that what's the practical application of knowing that it's red yeah i mean it's so some people can even go in as far as like color therapy like some people that's a holistic healing method as well where they can use color therapy um some people in a sound bath will actually receive like visuals and they'll see specific colors like i've had one sound bath um one guy he kept seeing blue and a different girl in the same sound bath kept seeing orange and so that those like the blue one would either be the third eye or the throat chakra and the one who was seeing that orangey yellow color would either be the sacral chakra or the solar plexus so that can kind of be your own way of associating where you're kind of at maybe which chakra is needing a little bit more attention or clearing does that make sense more sense. I couldn't explain it back to you, but that's okay. Okay. Sorry. That's a, it's not your then, fault. That's just, it's mine. Retrograde and Mercury. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So then we have moving forward and up, we have around our lower abdomen is the sacral chakra. Sacral chakra is all about our creativity. It affects our genitals as well. So that is also like our procreation. Um, it's about not only creating children, in life but it's also like your business ideas like maybe you want to associate or i mean um maybe you want to add more creativity into your business maybe it's so like maybe like straightforward and yada yada but you don't have any life to it and you need a little bit more satisfaction passion creativity all those things your sacral chakra is going to be connected to that side of things where it's creative um And when your sacral chakra is out of alignment, it can feel very disconnected to what it loves to do. Maybe you're not feeling pleasure in life. Um, It can also be hand in hand, your sexual relationships, whether you have a partner, um, marriage, whatever it is, you can feel maybe turned off to the whole aspect of everything when your sacral chakra needs a little bit more love, needs a little bit more attention. Um, And these are things that you do. You align those yourself. Of course, you have to know how to direct your life where you're where you're at so if it's being with the same partner or whatever um yeah so your sacral chakra does a lot of creativity satisfaction pleasure passion and that is the color orange now moving forward into the solar plexus this is i think my favorite one solar plexus is about two finger widths above the belly button and this is our powerhouse. So if you think about the solar system and how all of the planets revolve around the sun, it's kind of like how all of our chakras revolve around the solar plexus. So our powerhouse solar plexus being the confidence, the execution of maybe what we create in the sacral, it's actually getting it out there. Our solar plexus is like, okay, 
let's move forward. We have confidence. Nothing can get us down. Obviously, we're humans and we will be knocked down at some point or another. So it's just keeping that in alignment, knowing that no one can actually take that power from you and your confidence from you, whether it be situations, events, conversations that hurt. No one can take a power from you. It can be affected, but you can always call upon your power back and work with your solar plexus chakra. Um, Moving up, we have, oh, that one is, sorry, solar plexus is also the color yellow. Then moving up, we have the heart chakra. Of course, that's placed right where the heart is. Um, This is the color green. And it's all about, like, if you think about the color green, you're thinking life. You think grass, trees, living things. So this is all about our connection to loving, giving, and receiving of love. Um, Some people give and give and give so much love, but they can be closed off to the idea of receiving love, maybe because they have lost trust in in being loved by someone. Maybe they have put themselves in a vulnerable position, maybe just a relationship alone, to receive love from someone but it's been withdrawn maybe like a push and pull relationship that can affect your heart chakra a lot because you're you may be very giving and they may be very push and pull given you know so it can you may lose trust with receiving love but aligning that heart chakra can be getting in the place where you know you can always be loving and you can always receive love there's always someone out there that is willing to also give love for you to receive Moving up, uh, sorry, the heart chakra. Oh, yeah, we went over that screen. Then we went over, we didn't go over this yet, the throat chakra placed over the Adam's apple. This is a light blue color, and it is all about our communication, how we are getting our point across. Are we manipulating people? Are we telling lies, which would be when your throat chakra is out of alignment? Or are we using words to uplift people? Are we speaking our truth because it's truly where we stand and it doesn't really matter if anyone agrees or not. We're just speaking it because we feel the need to. Our throat chakra is very tied to, I mean, it's our expression of ourselves. And a lot of people, I would say throat chakra is a huge one on where people may feel a lot of blockedness, 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 just because of society like not being able to say specific things that they truly feel because this equals this and being kind of stuck and We've thrown been in conditioned that. to not speak up totally from a young age really yes exactly like it can be holding in things that that happen to you or not exactly knowing which words to use because if you use something like or if you're not in a safe place also like you know that whatever you say will be shut down using your throat chakra it can kind of like hurt more. So it's kind of, it's a, it's a big one to work on. It can hurt more if you say things without that solar plexus confidence kind of thing. If you're speaking things that you truly feel in a really unhealthy environment and toxic where people just shut it down because they don't agree with you. Understanding my confidence is here because no one needs to agree with me. I get to just speak this because this is where I'm at and it doesn't matter if anyone agrees. If they do agree, cool, we can agree on that and then whatever but yeah so that's the throat chakra um moving up we have right in between our eyebrows a little bit into our forehead we have the third eye chakra this is also the shade blue um just a different shade and this is all about our connection to our intuition so people will also connect this to our spirituality as well so intuition being 
that really, really soft, calm nudge of a voice that's kind of like letting you know a simple piece of knowledge. And intuition doesn't necessarily make sense logically all the time. Most of the time it kind of doesn't because there's no way to understand, you know, like we try to talk ourselves out of intuition a lot where we're like, well, actually, like maybe I shouldn't take that job because this means this and this and this and this, but intuitively you may feel you really should, but you can talk yourself out of things or, you know, however you go about that. Um, a huge one. It's also a lot to like in the religion, the religious way, I think um, people like to use their intuition with spiritual things and then they try to try to make it make sense through logic where sometimes it's okay to be an extremely spiritual being because we all are without having a box to put ourselves in that says religion and our logic says this is what this means and this equals this and this is how we all need to be. Spirituality is so different than than religion. Right. Um, and then another thing too that I would also say, this is a huge one, if you ever struggle with recognizing intuition um, and deciphering whether it's intuition or anxiety. Anxiety, you can feel sick about it. You can maybe shake about it. Maybe your chest feels tight. Like whatever, you can feel really uncomfortable, physically uncomfortable when you receive anxiety. You can worry a lot. Intuition doesn't have any specific feeling like anxiousness. Well, yeah, whoever said, hey, you know, I'm having some really happy anxiety today. That's yeah. always negative. Yeah, totally. Exactly. Like, yeah, I wake up. I wake up at the morning. Like, Man, I can't wait till that anxiety bus comes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Before forward to riding on that. Totally. Yep. And then, and then there's the people who are like, well, how can I be as intuitive as possible today? And it's really, how can I be as open to receiving such still, small, calm, like impressions, intuitiveness, really, it's just receiving information that I may not know logically, but it's just it's a knowing of something. It's, it's a feeling. Yeah. In your gut. yeah. And it's not going to make you feel bad. It's not yeah. what that's deciphering between anxiety and, um, like an anxious thought and intuition because some people get that mixed up a lot too where they're like I can't tell if it's anxiety or intuition um anyways moving forward we have on the top of our head where like that soft spot of a baby's head would be that is our crown chakra this is our connection to source god creator however you see it universe universe energy whatever you want to call it it's it's your connection to that it doesn't it doesn't involve other people. This is totally your connection to that source. And so um, when this is out of alignment, you can feel kind of like faithless, like you have no faith in things. You don't have any hope. You don't know exactly where you stand overall um, in that spiritual realm. Something that's important to know is that we are spiritual beings living a human experience. It is not the other way around. We're not human beings living in a spiritual experience. Right. So because we are such spiritual beings, like we we have such a natural connection to our source, our God, we just have to allow the space for that to come about. What does that look like for you? Like how does it feel to be connected to your God? And that's going to look different for every single person. There's not one way. It's not everyone needs to pray to feel this. 
It could be one person needs to go swimming and that's their connection to God because they love water or whatever it is. It's such a different thing, but just recognizing where you're at with your chakras, that's just, that's just kind of like how these sound bowls can help in aligning that. Um, that's kind of like one of the things when you're twitching a lot, that can be a lot of energy moving through your body. Um, it could be stuck traumas, things like that. Um, it can be blocked chakras moving around, wiggling through your body, trying to release. So that's kind of, that's why I talk a lot about chakras when it comes to the sound healing aspect too. Each bowl has a specific chakra. Well, this is a perfect segue. Can we just jump right into hearing them? (laughs) Totally. Okay. Well, let's do that. Let's do it. So now we have all of the seven bowls in front of me. I'm going to go ahead and just let you know which chakra and which bowl I'm playing just real quick. So first we have the root chakra. Sacral chakra, solar plexus, heart, throat, third eye, crown.
That's kind of magical. Yeah. Something else. <laughs> it's something else, and it's amazing something else for sure. That's uh, maybe in wrapping up, is there anything else you want to share with people about maybe why they why this is why the why this is important or why this is good for them maybe injury he, recovery or is it just a just a feel good i don't know what i'm asking yeah then. yeah just kind of like why someone why, would why even would, think about doing yeah. it kind of yeah i mean just for example my sister recently had brain surgery and I've done a lot. So I played the crown chakra a lot for her. Um, and this year she's had a lot of strep. So I've played the throat chakra a lot for her. And she's like nonstop and coming to all of my sessions that I'm doing, um, like Sunday nights and everything. So it's just, I mean, it's really when, when you feel called to it, it's one of those things. When you feel called to it, do it. Don't hold back. Don't be scared of it. Um some people do it because they want to alleviate their anxiety. I have a lot of people tell me there was just no way I could feel anxious during that. Like it just completely went away for me. Um, some people know they have maybe some trapped traumas or issues or just emotions that aren't releasing well. Um, or maybe they're just really like frustrated throughout life. They can come and enjoy a sound bath and just be in that moment and that can be something that can help you work through all those things it can lift up traumas it can help you naturally work through all the things that are coming up for you in that in that session so i mean it's totally it's total to each their own but i totally think it can benefit anyone and everyone if you're not open to it you're not going to receive what it can do for you if you are open to it you can receive so much healing and a whole range of benefits. You can get more energy, sleep better at night. I mean, honestly, there's so many, there's countless things, less anxiety, less depression. At the very least, it's amazingly relaxing. Yeah, found. totally. Um, is there a lot of, or could, could, could the argument be made that the placebo effect, because I believe this is working for me. It, obviously it, it's amazing and it feels good, but if someone, like you say, if someone coming in, if they think this is hokey and this mm -hmm. is woo woo, yeah, it's not going to work for them. So they yeah. have to, they have to participate. You have to yeah, have to participate. You can't just totally. It's, it's kind of like that shield. Yes. I mean, it's energy work. If you are so closed off, so each of us as humans, we each have our own frequency, and if we are so closed off to something that can potentially increase our frequency, increasing meaning we can literally be at the same frequency as a thriving business. If you're not at the frequency of a thriving business, then you can't achieve a thriving business. And you may be at a lower frequency that is remaining as a janitor for the rest of your life. It's just kind of like that same thing, if that makes sense. Like it's if you would rather stay where you're at, stay where you're at. That's totally fine. The placebo effect, kind of like you said, like if a placebo effect is working, why not let it work? And if it means just kind of having to like tell yourself this is what it's going to do and it ends up happening for you, then cool. Why not use it to your advantage in that way? I mean, our mind, our brain is so powerful, like the amount of 
neurons we have, like neurotransmitters we have in our brain and the neuroplasticity that we have in ourselves means that we are literally able to change whatever conditioning we've gone through. So if it means telling ourselves that we can change who we are or increase our frequency or become something different than what we've always been told we are or what we will only ever be, then, I mean, I don't think there's any harm in going that route. Well, it's the, I think, this quote is attributed to Henry Ford. He said, whether you believe you can or cannot, either way, you are correct. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. How do people find you? They want to come um, and have a session. Yeah, I would say right now Instagram. That's I'm on TikTok, but I forget to ever open TikTok. Okay. So Instagram, you can find me Sage Frequencies, S A I G E Frequencies. Awesome. Mm-hmm. This has been amazing. Thank you so much, and I appreciate yeah. the the session that you gave me a few weeks back, and just hearing yeah, that totally. again today is is um, yeah. I just want to go take a nap. Yeah, you should, as you should. I mean, it's about that time. But what yeah. is it right now? One thirty. But I'm something. not going to. Napping's a waste of time. No, awesome, so, Brian. You've been awesome. Thank you. So thank, thank you so you. much for coming. I, it's been awesome to have you here, and uh, maybe we'll have another one. Yeah, I'm super open to it. Excellent. Thank you, Sage. Thank you. Thank you again for listening to the Parish the Thought Show. We would love your comments and feedback on our website at briankeithparish.com slash feedback. If you love or hate what you hear, please give us a rating on whatever platform you find us. You're still here? Click on the next episode for more from the Parish the Thought Show.